Good morning. Good afternoon. Heck, good evening. Cue laughter. <laughs> Ooh, back-to-back laughter. Yeah, double, you know, the, double the Amos. really doesn't matter what time of the day it is, because when you hear this tune, you know it's time for Happy Fun Time. Perhaps comedy. Perhaps comedy. Happy Fun Time. Dance comedy. Happy Fun Time. Warm hugs. Comedy. I like the the music sounds even better to me when we're recording early. Yeah. Seems like we a good way to start recording. your day. It, it sounds very much like a Saturday morning cartoon to me. I'd like to, say, I'd like to think that this podcast is kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon without the cartoon. Entertainment. Yeah, without the entertainment. Hi, <laughs> oh. kid. Welcome to Happy Fun Time Maybe Comedy, the podcast that never forgets our secret handshake. A podcast about friendship. I'm Blake Blake, your best friend. And here today is my best friend, a man who said I do to our unbreakable bond. <laughs> Friendly, Walter Amos. It is I. Amos, how are you this morning? I'm doing all right. I'm allowed to say this morning. There's no like time in podcasting. So even if you're listening to this at night, remember, good morning. Yeah, it's a nice Saturday morning. Um, the sun is out and I have no complaints. No. Unfortunately, our other best friend, Amanda, can't be with us today. So this is a double dose. No, a single dose of your two best friends. Two thirds of a dose. Yeah, you are half quarantined. Yeah, I'm hoping it's still effective. Uh, <laughs> As if it were ever effective. Amos. Yes. Diana. Wait, how do you say Warwick? Diana. Why do I say Diana? Is that it? Uh, wait, I thought it was Dion. Diane. Diane. Now, now I'm not even sure. I know who you're talking about. Miss Warwick sings. That's what friends are for. And I'm asking you today. What are friends not for? What are friends not for? Yeah. What are they not for? When Usually you think of like things, sex. Sex. Definitely. Sometimes they are, but generally But then not. there's like a qualifier that comes afterwards. Right. Right. There, it's, there's a buddy of some kind. Yeah. Um, usually not for to, loaning let me, money. Let's open that up a little bit because um, friends with benefits is such a wonderful term. Why does the only benefit have to be sex? Like, why can't it be... Like, friends with benefits, as in, like, they also will give you a hand massage, and it's not weird. <laughs> right? Or they'll hang out with you. Yeah, well, no, that's what friends are supposed to do. Right. All friends have benefits, but please don't ever refer to me as a friend with benefits. I think, though, that we should take that term back from I the I don't creepers. know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> what if I introduced you as my best friend <laughs> with benefits? <laughs> But the qualifier is that, like, you just happen to, you know, just be my cool run dude. Buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if I'm ready for that. All I'm saying is that it's, uh, it's unfortunate that friends with benefits mean sex because it could be so much more. This is true. But what are friends also not for other than sex? Uh, loaning money, usually. Hmm probably a good idea not to do that yeah i have a rule about loaning money to friends if friends need money and i have money 
I will give them money and say, don't give this back to me. You would do the same thing in our situation. Move on. Or if you are a friend that I no longer want to be friends with, I will (laughs) loan you money because you will never call me again. And it's basically like paying someone not to be friends with you. Right. I like that approach. Both of them are very good. (laughs) Because that's what friends aren't for. I should have wrote a song about that. (laughs) Like this sort of. Loaning I mean, I can money. think of lots of things you shouldn't do with friends. You shouldn't shoot them. You shouldn't uh, put them in a Purposefully. hot air balloon and then not give them the means to come back down. I don't know why that's the first thing, second thing that came to mind. Maybe I'm afraid of hot air balloons. Uh, when you, I you, shouldn't, of- you shouldn't murder them in any capacity, you know, not just shooting them, but like... Like biblically? Yeah, that means you something shouldn't different push them off them. a cliff. You shouldn't drown your friends. Um, you shouldn't tell your friends they're ugly. Uh, well, what if they need to know? I don't know. How many people's lives are made better by knowing they're ugly? Uh, I guess, like, if you have an overwhelmingly, like, um, detrimental sense of, like... Your own hotness. Yeah. <laughs> but, you're, but you're busted. Mm-hmm. I guess, I guess. that's probably... Yeah. <laughs> You know what movie never um, did not age well is Shallow Hal. I saw that in a theater for some reason, and I have not seen it since. So I have no idea. It really wasn't a great movie, anyways. But the premise of it, yeah. But the premise of it that like you can't be attractive if you're big is basically what the undertones were. Now, I know they tried to, like, flip it around by the end. Like, it's all about inner beauty. But really, like, the fact that, like, if you're big, everyone sees you as big is... So was the idea that Jack Black's character just could not get a date because he was too fat? No, his, like, he was basically had his standards way too high or whatever. And then oh, he was like, only trying this... to date like supermodel looking women. And then all of a sudden something happened, like a I don't know, magic cobra bit him or something. And then he like all of the people who were to other people unattractive were super attractive to him. And oh. he had just a great time with them. And yeah, everyone was like, yeah, yeah. What? But he's like, What are you talking about? They're so hot. <laughs> like that whole premise is messed up, man. But then doesn't by the end of it. I know. Okay, Gwyneth Paltrow's in it, right? And she's large. And then does yeah. she get bitten by a magic cobra and no I, longer is large? I don't large know. At the I end? feel like she's something like that happens. Why the fuck are we talking about Shallow Hal? It's twenty twenty one because it's about what friends are for. All I do remember is that Homeboy had a tail at the end. Wasn't it Jason Alexander? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, that movie probably doesn't need a, a rewatch. No, it doesn't. And but you know what friends are for? Reminding them not to watch that movie. There we so go. all the friends are out there. Remember, don't watch Shallow Hal. <laughs> don't watch that. Ha- don't watch Shallow Hal. It's just no good. Uh, I'm ready for some news. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready for this terrifying song. Oh. Did he say special news? Special news. Special news. Happy news. 
man, I'm glad to be alive. That kind of news. That kind of news. Whoa. (laughs) And then all of my birds. Uh, I brought two pieces of news, so I'm going to go with my first. I'm going to go with one first, and then we can end on mine. So the one I want to talk about that I think you're going to be pretty um, pretty stoked about is that scientists believe that there are photos that show mushrooms on Mars. Damn it, this and was mine. <laughs> this was yours? Yeah. Okay, let's hear your news. Well, that was it. <laughs> well, yeah, um, we'll talk about it then. Well, apparently it's totally bogus. Aww. Like, yeah, I was reading about how um, there is a supposed scientist named Ron Gabriel Joseph. Uh, Never trust a man with three names. He claims that he is a lapsed neuroscientist who made major contributions to the field of neuroplasticity in the 1970s. Um, Can we pause there? Did you say lapsed as in like he was and now he is not? Basically. He has a website called brainmind.com. All right. Um, He's published claims for years now about life on other planets and in pseudoscientific journals. I'm really just reading from CNET right now. Okay, that's fine. Uh, His assertions sometimes make it to the big leagues and spill over into the press, but for the most part, they haven't landed in legitimate scientific journals or been scrutinized by experts in space science. Um, On Wednesday, his claims made it into another journal known as Advances in Microbiology. Uh, it's a pretty obscure journal headquartered in China. Um, uh, they have been called out before for republishing bullshit. I don't know. Um, so what is it instead then? Well, because basically I what know. I read is that there were three photos that were time lapsed and, and they were showing that these like, like this fungus was growing over like three different pictures, but really it's not. I like that the one piece of news that you brought was fake news. <laughs> I mean, it was half of yours. <laughs> yeah, well, I, my other news is real news. It's real news. Ah. All available evidence suggests the surface of Mars is not hospitable to life. Uh, when publications promote the unscientific, quote, mushrooms on Mars theory without critique, it can be damaging for scientists, blah, blah, blah. I agree. I mean, all this, the, the fact that it, the, it's interesting that science news, I think, out of all news, is the news people only read the, read the headline of. And then yeah. they're like, cool, mushrooms on Mars, awesome, move on. But I have a question for you. If, what would make you the most excited of things that were growing on Mars? Like pizza all trees. Things, pizza trees. Yeah, that'd be pretty would be so burnt. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not saying it'd be good pizza, but, you know, if there were trees that somehow sprouted pizza, like slices of pizza, I mean, that would make me believe in some kind of higher power. Mm -hmm. I mean, we could call them trees with benefits at that point. We could. I mean, that's a hell of a benefit. Matt Um, Damon would not need to be, like, using his own shit to fertilize potatoes if uh, he had a pizza tree. That's true. Um I mean, honestly, if I called you friends with benefits, no, it's because you bring me pizza. <laughs> That's okay. the benefit. If I ever introduce you to that, to I'll my children. I'll have to immediately explain he means that I provide pizza. 
I'm just no because my kids don't know what friends with benefits mean. So what if you come over? I call. I say this is Amos. He's my friends with benefits. He's my friend with benefits. And then I teach them that that means that people bring pizza. And then they go to school and accidentally say that. This could only go badly. There's mm, no I feel like it's a, like a Seinfeld episode. <laughs> I really wish that was the theme song now. What if I went through Seinfeld like and just edited edited that between each scene? I would I would watch it again. It. I'd rewatch the whole series just for mm. that. Uh so I want to talk a little bit. And this is something that your fiance texted me about. But we talked about it off air. And so I decided that I would just make it legit and talk about this piece of news because there's people going around um like, I think it's a TikTok thing right now. It's like, record yourself going online and reading and Googling where does vanilla flavoring come from. Okay, yeah. Because she, <laughs> we were talking about this, and I was certain she and I had talked about it, but then I guess it was you and I who talked about it, but we didn't yeah. talk about it on the podcast. Well, we did right before we hit record. It was like me, oh. <laughs> we were talking about this, okay. and then we went into it, but. What fun fact, vanilla flavoring contains goo from beaver butts. So there's a good chance that any f- and like not nowish, but like in in the 80s and 90s they found that fake vanilla uh flavoring came from a chemical that is produced by beaver anuses. Is it from the anus, or is it a gland that's close to the anus? It's a gland that's in the anus. Sweet. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. basically beaver anuses. So they don't do this anymore? They haven't done this for a while? Well, now it's considered a... Delicacy. Yeah, it is considered a delicacy. (laughs) It used to be mainly used in perfumes and stuff like that, but then they found out a way to synthesize it so that it was edible. (laughs) <laughs> so you'll find that it went back like a long time. They were using it in perfumes and then they figured out in the nineties how to synthesize it and make it taste the way it smells. And so it was in a lot of like fake stuff. And then like people figured out how gross it was and stopped. But so I want to go a, ahead and. So this is a chemical that is found in the anal gland of a beaver. They're not mm-hmm. actually extracting it from beavers to make. Oh no, they flavor. are. They have they, to. They have. How many to, beavers uh, are there? Are there enough beavers to do this? I still have yes. questions. <laughs> well, I mean, think about like pelts and stuff like that. Especially, you know, like the pelt trade was was and still is very big, right? And I there's guess. a whole lot of beavers. <laughs> They're just big ass rodents. So there's a lot of them. It's not like there's a beaver shortage. I don't know how many beavers there are, <laughs> and I I'm mean, not googling that. How many beavers are there in the world? That's something yeah. worth googling. I think. <laughs> um how many are there enough for all of our vanilla needs exist 15 million beavers so that's not very many there's seven billion humans more than that yeah that's yeah but that's a year wait there are seven million or there are 12 million born a year today there are estimated 15 million beavers in north american waterways so okay. that's like now after we've killed a bunch <laughs> 
Maybe I should ask how many anuses there are. <laughs> how many <laughs> anuses does a beaver have? Uh, what if they have more than one? But there's a I'm, few questions that I do have. One. So, let go down this road with me. <laughs> this beaver hole, if you will. Yeah. So, imagine someone discovering this. I I do all the time. Any weird thing that humans do, like like alcohol. Who the fuck came up with that shit? Yeah, to me, you know, that is something of like a oops, I I discovered alcohol. You know, yeah. and you could see that happening. You yeah. cannot oops, I discovered that an anus, a beaver anus tastes like vanilla. But they didn't, right? This isn't a prehistorical thing we've been doing it's no it's were... been happening since the 1900 this is perfume it's been happening forever they just figured out how to synthesize it to make it taste like it so they knew it tasted like it but they <laughs> didn't know how to get it out because it smelled like it so they were putting it in perfumes like for a whole and they believe it's that smell comes from how much um bark they ate how much vanilla they can how much ice cream they're eating how much, how much legit vanilla ice cream these beavers are eating. But yeah. so I just imagine like this this real weird horny dude, like <laughs> just like, mm, oh my God, y'all are not going to believe this. Come this over true, here. This true freak. Stan, I'm not licking that beaver's anus. Look, <laughs> I've asked you to do a lot of wild things, Jerry. But I'm serious. Come lick this beaver's anus. And then he does. And they're like, oh, my God, we're going to be rich. <laughs> a poor beaver. The beaver's loving it. <laughs> oh, God. I don't, I don't promote the message of this podcast. But then I, I want to disassociate like, myself right, with this. So what if other parts of the beaver also taste real good? You find out like their f- little feet taste like raspberry. I mean, <laughs> what a, if a beaver's like, tail kind of looks like a... No, it doesn't. Waffle I don't know. cone. Like yeah, a, I was thinking like the same a, thing because of that grid. Do they even really mm-hmm. have that? Is that a real thing? Or is that just how beavers know. are drawn as cartoons? I, I found out that a badger is a... Wait, no, no. A woodchuck is a budget beaver. Because I saw budget one the other beaver. day. Yeah, it's just a beaver without a badass tail. How much would that suck? So I searched beaver tail, and I guess there's some kind of snack that... Is, yeah, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. You you would, would know about this. It's Canadian. Yeah, it's, it's basically like a Canadian's version of a like an elephant ear. What's an elephant ear? I mean, I know. Oh, is that not a thing here? Yeah, you know. I don't like, know. It probably is. I just don't know it. No, because like, you can get it at like the North Carolina State Fair. Oh, so I googled beaver tails, and that sounds pretty bad. But it's mostly this snack, which looks like fried dough covered in sugary stuff. Looks. Like it probably yeah, tastes it's an good. elephant ear. It's the same difference. Okay, but then I found what looks like a an actual beaver's tail that got chopped off, no, and I a... see the flesh. Like it's like a cross section, and that's pretty gross. It kind of looks like a fish. But uh, anyway, so that's oh, here's it someone grilling a beaver tail, drilling it, grilling, grilling. it. It's on a grill. Yeah. Yeah, this is I gross. can't imagine that it would be good though, because it's so tough. It's it doesn't be like, look like something you could be eat. All muscle. Yeah, this is this is terrible. And now I'm seeing I guarantee a bunch of you if a ba- if somehow a beaver could climb up your body and smack you with his tail, he could knock your head clear off. <laughs> what a way to go out. <laughs> yeah, I don't. So there's that, and then so 
if I don't know if beaver beaver is the flavor town of animals, like all different parts of beavers, like taste like different things, like raspberry paws and a chocolate snout. But moving past that, imagine how stoked everyone was to discover the vanilla bean. <laughs> After Wait, they're like, after the oh beaver, my God, that, that's not we what no longer have to be licking all this beaver anus. <laughs> I found a freaking bean, and everyone's just like celebrating, and that's why vanilla bean is like set aside as a flavor because everyone's like, no, 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 don't worry, it's vanilla bean, and then it's like, phew, I'm so happy, <laughs> it's not beaver anus, yeah, and then well, they that's some weird news. I can't believe it's not beaver anus. Was like, oh my the, god! <laughs> I can't believe it's not beaver anus. <laughs> it tastes just like it. I don't know why Arnold is a big well, fan no, of but it. Fabio <laughs> has that. It's Fabio oh, Austrian. That's right. Fabio. He's, he's I from somewhere like that. This. Yeah, those were wild commercials, weren't they? It was weird. Yeah, I feel like '80s ads are kind of a different breed than what we've had for quite a while. To there sexualize. Some- fake margarine yeah it's like to sexualize margarine has got to be the wildest of all the like i mean i guess it was also kind of tongue-in-cheek though yeah yeah which is good but like i just remember do you i I remember all the commercials had like that cloudy filter over it you know like everything was a dream supposed to be like a romance novel kind of thing yeah yeah oh man um I want to like secretly make a bunch of fake romance um, pictures and and put them in on books and then bring them to the supermarket and see how many people notice them. Like, what if it's just like me on a motorcycle? Oh, see, I thought you were going to say they're going to feature beaver anuses. So no, okay. no, I wasn't it, going to look that. that they're that. not. <laughs> no, it's it's me riding a riding a beaver, a beaver. shirtless, <laughs> and it's called like um, discovering vanilla. <laughs> That's a weird. I mean, there there are some true heads. No, there's gonna you're gonna have some fans. I guarantee it. Uh, I've, discovering vanilla has got to be my biography's name. Yeah, I was about to say we are we are vanilla waiting to be discovered. Yeah, absolutely. The beaver um, anuses of the podcast world. <laughs> Blake and Amos. Uh, I don't, so that, those are our two news. I can't think of anything else newsworthy to really bring up that's happened recently. So basically our news items are one thing that's just a weird fact. And then the other thing is not real at all. Yeah. But I mean, I think at least one of the two was in the news this week. Both of them. Well, yeah. The beaver thing was in the news this week. Yeah, I mean, I could quickly give you this one that was my backup. Um, A woman's home was trashed by a flock of giant California condors. I heard about this. Yeah, so nearly 20 condors have trashed this lady, Cinda Mickle's home in in this weird town, Tihachapi. This was in California, uh, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, ruining... A bunch of decorative flags she had on her lawn, and all of the lawn <laughs> ornaments that she had are covered in bird poop. I think that they just have more taste than you, Cindy. <laughs> and they were like, "This is awful. These condors were just not having it." Um, but the birds like destroyed the deck, ripped up the spa cover, 
and she's just super frustrated about it. And so the the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, which runs a program to save these species from extinction, extinction said that they would like to camp out and wait to see if the condors come back to see what was actually attracting them so that they can put out similar things to help tag them and save them. Man, they're serious-looking birds. Yeah, condors are no joke. How would yeah. you describe a condor to someone who's never seen them? Uh, has this person seen The Dark Crystal? The Jim uh, Henson movie? Yeah, I think so. They, they're, they have a Skeksis vibe. Mm. They are uh, not friendly-looking birds. No, they look like every, like, when you watch a cartoon, they look like every bad bird in a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're right? very like every bird that's like vulture. The, yeah. Every villain bird is a condor. Badass name, though. Of all the, like, the bird names, I would put condor up there. Totally. As, like. Apparently, like, there's only 200 wild ones in California. So that means that 10% of all of the wild condors in California are at this woman's house. <laughs> Which is insane. No wonder they want to figure out what was attracting them. Right. It's really bizarre. They were like, okay, lady, I don't know what you're doing, but keep it up. We need to figure it out. Cause we got to tag these condors. <laughs> what if we find out that the condors are just obsessed with lawn ornaments? <laughs> okay, yeah. Maybe it's just shitty taste. Did I ever tell you the story about, um, how I was like, trying to get mice out of my house. No. So we have a, we had a mouse problem and it wasn't like gross mice. They were super cute, like little white mice. And I felt bad killing them. So we got one of those traps where like you put a little piece of bread in it, they go in there and they just hang out till the next day. So I had been doing that, picking them up, bringing them to the park, letting them go. And then they kept, you know, more, they kept finding their way back. So I kept like bringing them further out. And then finally it gotten a little bit better. I had trap one and I was with my kids and my wife and we drove out to Peace College, um, which is near my house. Mm -hmm. And I get out of the car to let it go. And it kind of, it walks a few steps or whatever. And then fucking out of nowhere, this big eagle swoops down. It's like, like right in front of me, in front of the car, grabs the mouse and flies up. And my entire family is like screaming at the top of their lungs. And so am I because this, I mean, it was a huge ass hawk eagle thing. I mean, it had to be like the wingspan was like six feet long. It was frightening. And it just grabbed this mouse and then shot back up. And it like, I was How like, you know what? kids? Oh, I mean, two and four or something so they still are frightened of <laughs> traumatized birds. yeah absolutely so God. i just a, after that i was like you know what i'm gonna kill these mice so now i put down like <laughs> lethal traps because i tried and nature was like fuck you blake <laughs> it's a mouse <laughs> a bird named hubris yes a bird named your mouse yeah it was it was insane well you did your best what what can you do <laughs> You can't uh, fight eagles. You can't fight eagles. Because they're endangered. Exactly. Will you accept my friendship? Moving on. I would like to open up the lines to <laughs> something I think is right for our friendship podcast. 
And that is a section. Surgeon Courteous. Thanks for writing in. So many letters. <laughs> Have you noticed how wonderfully courteous I am? <laughs> Opening doors and rarely late. Your penmanship is so nice. You've written in for advice. How can I be polite just like you? A lot of people ask me, Blake, how did you become such a courteous friend? And I tell them, it's something that you work at, and it's something that I'm here to help you work at. And together, Amos and I are going to read one of your lucky letters to figure out how to help you be a more courteous and supportive friend. All right. So, are are you Surgeon Courteous, or is that someone else? Well, people write in the Surgeon Courteous. Yeah, so it's like the Surgeon General. Yeah, and okay. then we help <laughs> answer these up. for Surgeon Courteous. Uh, so I picked this because I thought that it was it, it related to friendship the most. Dear Surgeon Courteous, recently my best friend has won an award that made her moderately famous in my hometown. Everywhere I go, people ask her to hit the low note. I wonder what that means. It's very annoying, but I know it's important to her. How do I navigate this situation? Please see her accomplishment in this link. Okay. It's from Sarah is sorry in Surrey, British Columbia. All right, so I'm going to open up this link that she sent to us. <laughs> So that we can. It's almost get worrying in. how specific all this stuff you make up is. Uh, okay. Oh, Canadian sets new record for lowest musical notes sang by a woman. Huh. All right. So can we let's hear listen. It? Yeah, yeah. Can you hear that? Yeah. All right. I'm going to fast forward to. The part where she sings. La 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 Right here, we're seeing, yeah, we're seeing the C1, 33.57 hertz. That is a <laughs> low C1 right there. It kept going. Yeah. That's quite that's, low. Uh, you, the lady's got some range. Yeah, super, super duper range. Okay, so in this situation, she's going out in the town, and everyone is asking her to do this low note. What is the most polite way to let her know that it makes her friend uncomfortable? Like in your situation, okay, let's, let's make this personal for you, Amos. Let's say that your fiance has the ability to go low, low, like this lady. And everywhere you go, people are asking her to hit that low note. And you're, you know, you're an introvert, somewhat. Okay. I'm I'm not like making that as like a you have to pretend you're an introvert. I'm just making no, a I, statement. I'd say I am. Yeah. Okay. Definitely. 
how would you like if it started becoming like an issue for your relationship how would you approach your fiance to not do the loan out do i need to play it again for you to get in the no no no. i i, I don't need to hear it again uh i'm trying to imagine because she has so much stage fright uh, she wouldn't want to do la, well there it is law law <laughs> Like, this is happening while you're eating your Brunswick stew. <laughs> you're like, all right. I'm like, all right, okay. this, is, this is not yeah, the life I signed up for. This is too Waiter, absurd. can I have, do you have any hot sauce? <laughs> uh, don't, don't worry about her. She does this all the time. <laughs> She's just hitting the low note. <laughs> I mean, I can't sing that low. No, I can't do that either. No. Uh, well, I'm, I'm really not. Well, we could talk about things that are, you can't do. You can't mock her while she's doing it. You can't be like, well, "Do you want some fries with that?" or anything like that. That's not nice. Yeah. Or um, like, I mean, if she enjoyed doing that and impressing people or weirding people out, then you know, who am I to rain on that parade? Um, so, are you saying that maybe it's the friends? If she's a real friend, she'll just get over it. Uh, well, well you asked me if it was my out? fiance. I mean, if it was a friend who was doing this all the time, you know, I might not call them as often. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so you have to you have to figure out a way to approach it. Otherwise, because the friend doesn't want to not hang out with you just because she's you know just you're moderately a weirdo. famous. <laughs> I mean, it's it's almost similar to like being friends with a person in a moderately famous band, which I mean, <laughs> we both have a few friends who are like that, right? So, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, you don't go tell them to stop being in a band. Well, I mean, if if they had people walking up to them on the street to ask for autographs, that'd be weird. But they're not quite that famous. I mean, it might happen, though. It probably will. I don't know. <laughs> Hell, maybe it does. Um, so I don't know what to tell this. I mean, I think that you just kind of have to embrace it. And if you want to hang out with this person, accept that them being moderately famous for singing low is part of their life, right? You have to practice potentially oh, for years oh, to hit oh, a lower oh, note than they can hit. Oh, and just and that guy the <laughs> what a weird talent because it doesn't sound good <laughs> no it's one of those Guinness book things so yeah. here's the other thing what if you learn how to harmonize but like way higher so like as she goes low you go high that would be more impressive I bet it's probably harder so to she's... do I don't know I don't know that for a woman I think going low is much more difficult than going high well but I feel like there are more people famous for singing really high notes, especially it's, women. You know what? Yeah, it's because it's prettier. <laughs> well, it's Actually, no, just, once you get super high, it's gross. It sounds like birds dying. Yeah, like the, the, the kind of thing that Mariah Carey is known for. That's, yeah, but that's a pretty intense sounds good because sound. it's like. But like, yeah, but then low, she gets like, to this place where it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like this woman not... sounds like a Tuvan throat singer who is yeah. like having a stroke while doing said throat singing. Yeah. 
<laughs> There's my description. Yeah. I really hope that, like, you know, I don't want to go there, but I wonder if, like, any dude has a fetish for that. And so, like... <laughs> I'm sure. I mean, if you he's think like, of a hey, thing that exists in the universe, someone is masturbating to that. Someone's masturbating to this? I, I guarantee it. <laughs> Somebody out there. This just does it for them. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> people are, it's a rich tapestry of freakiness out there. Uh, here's the truth, though. Friendship, like true friendship, is about understanding and celebrating each other's uniqueness. So I hate to say it, but when you go out with this person, you have to embrace it. And like, I think you could say, like, doesn't being famous for this, um, amazing feet ever get a little much for you and they can be like yeah it is kind of annoying once in a while thanks for putting up with it and then sooner or later people are going to forget or there's going to be someone who sings lower later and you need to be here for her when that happens there you go sound advice from captain Curtis. no sir Surgeon what is it Curtis. surgeon courteous yeah captain courteous is a piece of shit <laughs> we don't endorse Captain Courteous here. No, there's no ship here. <laughs> um, so, you know, as we get to the end of this friendship podcast, we like to take time to get to know each other. On our last episode, we got to know me and what makes me tick. But this friendship episode is about getting to know Amos. So I have a few questions so that as a friend, I can know you, uh, you just a little bit better, Amos. And I'd like to start with this one. Do you like hats? Do you like hats? When you're on vacation, which one do you pack? A floppy fedora or a oh, cap? Hats. Dear Amos, which hat do you pack? Oh my god. Was that loud enough for you? <laughs> I could hear it. It was a little quiet, but... Uh... Alright, let me play it louder because we're recording it, so you get to do it again. Do you like hats? Do you like hats? When you're on vacation, which one do you pack? A floppy fedora or a cap? Dear Amos, which hat do you pack? I just love to imagine, like, your wife walks into the room while you're recording this, and she looks a little scared and just slowly backs away. (laughs) What kind of hats do you like? Uh, I mean, I wear a baseball cap pretty often, because, you know, I don't have... I mean, I am losing hair on top of my head, so I want to make sure I'm not burning the shit out of the top of my dome. Which hat do you, which, when you're feeling adventurous, which hat (laughs) do you think you could pull off? Well, definitely not a fedora. I don't think there's anyone. I mean, when you're, I feel like when you're a white dude, especially a kind of schlubby looking white dude, your hat game is pretty limited. Um. I would actually argue that there are certain hats that only white people can pull off. I mean, I guess it depends on how you say pull off, what you mean by pull off, but... Uh, well, there's one in particular that I'm thinking of. <laughs> I guess it's more of a hood, though, but all right. Yeah, yeah I don't know if, if, if you're really pulling it off. I mean, I guess it depends on your goal. Um, uh, I used to wear one of those, you know, what's it called? Um, Clips in the front. Yeah, that kind. Like a newsy hat? Yeah, that kind of thing. I could see you wearing one of those. 
Yeah, when I was younger, I wore one of those once in a while, and it always made me think of that clip from King of the Hill where Hank puts on one of those and looks at himself in the mirror and goes, oh, I look like a jackass. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I it's Clothing about, uh, is not a place where I get adventurous. <laughs> I wear the same I've, shit every day. What about those like bicycle hats that like the oh those brim look so stupid to me is the one that you flip up i feel like yeah. your brothers probably wear those he probably does have one. well my the youngest brother might the middle one definitely does not but uh I, yeah those those look pretty corny to me what about one with an extra long brim like the sandlot <laughs> like the kid from sandlot yeah so i have a hard i mean you knew i would mention this i have a hard time finding hats cuz i have a really big head yeah, so, but so do I. So I'm with you. It's and I, and I don't like like a a one size fits all baseball cap does not work for me because I can only snap the very last button. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have I have like four or five fitted baseball caps because I bought most of them all at once. Because when I find one that fits, I'm like, holy shit! You know, I need to buy all of them. Um, well, so, do you know what your fitted hat number is? <sighs> I think it's just under an eight. I think it looks, yeah. I think it's like seven and five eighths or seven and seven eighths, whatever, something like that. Um, so I know there are people out there with bigger heads, but <laughs> they don't get much bigger. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't think, uh, I mean, I guess I'll just go for like a Panama Jack <laughs> hat if I'm feeling adventure or like a really big cowboy hat, like a turd Ferguson. What about cowboy like a hat? jazz hat? You know what, what I'm is a jazz about? hat? Like- they're not fedoras, but they're kind of like fedoras. Uh, you're talking about like a pork pie hat? Is that like what they're called? a bowler called? almost? Kind, yeah, maybe a bowler? Not really. I don't know. That's What about I mean, beanies? No, I don't really ever wear I mean, it's always just a baseball cap for me. I'm pretty All boring. Right. Sartorially. I'm um, a sartorial bore. I think, yeah, I think you could pull off a Panama hat. <laughs> Why not? That's what I'm going to get you for Christmas. Sweet. Uh, but definitely not a bowler hat, because that looks like the outline of your head. So that would, <laughs> it would just look like a brim is coming out of your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I got another one for you. Which fruit do you eat? Which fruit do you eat? I know it's not bananas, but do you like the berry sweet? Or would you put your mouth on this apple? Dear Amos, which fruit is really neat? To you. So I know you don't like bananas. <laughs> I don't like bananas, no. But are you like, are you, do you consider yourself a fruit boy? A fruit boy? <laughs> Like, I, there are you, some that I like, but I, I really thought for a second that you had played that music again and just started singing live into your mic until I realized no. your, your mouth was not moving. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I, I only I did not write these. It did not take long to write these lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it was a one. It was a one take Blake. <laughs> um, I think my favorite fruits are usually berries, like. Uh, Blueberries or cranberries or any of that jazz. Raspberries are good. Mm-hmm. Strawberries. Um, I'm basically just naming berries now that everyone knows. Uh, I don't like bananas. I do like watermelons. I don't like cantaloupe. I like apples, but especially with peanut butter. This is fascinating podcast material. Well, I mean, people need to know they need a to little know. bit more about Amos. Grapes are uh, okay. I'm what right is like? What do you consider like a fruit treat? Like where you're like, oh. 
I cannot believe there's a pear. Uh, there, there aren't. I mean, probably strawberries. Strawberries is the what? only one where I'm like, oh, this is great. Wait, what do you mean by a treat? I like mean like unusual? a rare, like, a, like oh. A, oh, oh, uh, oh, I, 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 the star fruit is this. I've is, had dragon fruit a couple times. Yeah, um, but it's cool name. Not a cool kiwi. Fruit, kiwi is good. Yeah. Kiwi is one that I don't often. It's have also or- very difficult. Like I, I would say, like on the difficult to eat fruit scale, you've got mango way above like everyone else. You mean because of like getting through the? It's just the because shell of getting like you have to. You need to really think about how to cut a mango. Oh yeah, I I don't think I've ever eaten. Like a whole, I mean, you can't eat the whole thing, but it's always pre-cut, I feel like. Yeah, well, if you ever try to get at it, it's very difficult. Same thing with pineapple. It's got armor. Right, yeah, pineapple, you have to watch a YouTube video on how to cut it. Yeah, and then there's kiwi that's like, like, if you don't do it right, you're going to be eating fuzz. Yeah, a a whole kiwi looks weird, so anytime I've had kiwi, it's just sliced. I always thought the kiwi looked a super fruit. Yeah, it looks like a like a dragon's egg. Yeah, or, you know, or like <laughs> a an hairy animal's dragon's egg. egg. Yeah, like a hairy dragon egg for sure. Um, well, that was somewhat interesting. <laughs> and the last one is the most important. Why do you run? Why do you run? Is there someone behind you or till the hunt? I guess this is what you call fun. But if you need help, don't run. I'll always be here for you, Amos. Jesus Christ. What is that? When the rain starts to Wait a second. This isn't still you, right? No, okay. It's not saying Tana. Do you, uh, can you name that tune at the end? Well, yeah, I mean, um, not that cover, but, uh, it's the song from Friends. It's Rembrandt's yeah, song Rembrandt's, in a minor yeah, key. Yeah. I'll link the guy who did it in the notes. It's horrible. Yeah, it's, um, it's rough. But, you know, a lot of people think that, like, running for fun is weird. What, what makes you want to run? Out of all the know. exercising, what is the running that gets you? I don't know. I just, I just enjoy. I've always enjoyed it. Um, I'm, I've always been really bad at it, but uh, I guess it's hard to explain it. Um, it, I don't know. It just feels good to what do. do you it. Think, uh, maybe like, I'm do a you get in the thought when you run, run when you run, or is it like a you don't think and that's why you like it? It's probably more the latter. Um, it's more that I'm like very focused on just getting to whatever the next marker is. So when you, when you're running, do you see something you're like, that's where I'm going to stop and you run till no, that no, point? No, I usually go, I mean, cause I have a watch on and you know, that tracks distance and all that. So I'll usually try to just go to a certain distance. Mm-hmm. I'm not uh, a very interesting person. So this whole, this whole thing true. is. <laughs> I I feel like we've learned a lot about you. You're a berry boy. I'm a berry. Uh, I'm a running berry boy. You're you're a running berry boy who likes to wear caps. Uh out of necessity mostly. Or I mean, you don't know. I mean, there's a lot of other 
hats you could choose to wear. You just feel the most comfortable in a cap. Well, it's just hard to find them. I mean, you could wear a dunce cap, a dunce hat everywhere <laughs> if you wanted, but you don't because you know you feel comfortable in a cap. <laughs> that's that's the first big laugh I've had today. <laughs> Just the idea of me going about my day in a, like, three-foot-tall conical dunce cat. Yeah. Running. <laughs> eating some berries. <laughs> that whole uh, concept is hilarious to me. The idea that they made a kid who acted up in class sit in the corner with a giant... Is that, like, a legit thing? I don't know if it was ever a real thing, but the idea that it says dunce on it is so fucking funny to me. What's you know what's wild about like oh is that you know school was definitely a place to send your kids so that you could go to work like it wasn't actually a place to get an education they were just like we need babysitting and yeah you need some kind of education so you're not a complete moron and then when you are a complete moron we're gonna put this hat on you and put you in the corner <laughs> so that everyone knows you're a complete moron. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know if that was ever real, but it sure is funny. It was probably terrible for the kids who experienced it, but they're probably all dead now, so. Bjork is car music. Um, also makes me want to put a J in, like, every other word <laughs> that has a vowel. Like, kjar, or, uh, bjike. That's, that's as much humor as you're getting out of me today. <laughs> Thank you, Amos. For letting me learn a little bit more about the friend <laughs> about inside the inner of workings you. of me. Man, barbecue. I like, I like you too, doll. Let's get married, man. It's crazy! <laughs> Every week, we talk about friendship. This has been our sixth okay. <laughs> or fifth episode. It's all about friendship. And let me tell each and every one of you... That inside me is a little place for you and our friendship. So remember, when you turn on your podcast Monday morning to listen to Happy Fun Time. Oh, did you want me to say it? Maybe Amos. <laughs> Perhaps I'll Happy catch fun my time. cues. Usually Amos. Occasional Amos.